everyone, and welcome to another week's episode of Soper's Chat. I'm your host, Christy. We're going to go ahead and start the week off with our fragrance oil of the week, which is pumpkin spice. I love pumpkin spice. It's just that reminder that fall is right around the corner. Pumpkin spice everything! Now, the one thing about pumpkin spice is it's kind of a one-two punch. Number one, vanilla. It is going to brown on you. Uh, there are a, a limited number that don't mention vanilla, but you still want to test them just to make sure they don't have something in them that's going to turn it brown. Also, usage rates usually tend to be very low. But the fragrance is so strong, it kind of compensates for that. So kind of kind of a plus and minus there, but it's pumpkin spice. So we're going to start off with Elements Bath & Body. Their usage rate, or their vanilla content, I should say, is between 1% and 5%. So you're going to have a brown bar. And the usage rate was 0.164, so it's pretty low. But like I said, fragrance could be really, really strong. Uh, Flaming Candle, not body safe. Wholesale Supplies Plus has a sweet pumpkin spice. That one has 11% vanilla content. So that is going to be one where you're gonna, if you're going to include any color, it has to be unfragranced. Uh, and the vanilla might still bleed into your color. And that one has a usage rate of 9.40. I would probably use 5% and just kind of keep it at that, maybe lower, depending on how strong the fragrance is. Uh, Nature's Garden wasn't body safe. Indigo Fragrance was not body safe. Can uh, fragrance Buddy, Candle Science, Aztec Candle, and Soap Supplies, yeah, those were all not body safe. So it was kind of disheartening. Uh, but Rustic Essentials has one. Theirs was 2.10 on the vanilla content and 10.86 on the usage rate. So that was kind of inspiring. And I, I've gotten some samples of Rustic Essentials fragrances. I'm inspired to kind of get some of their pumpkin spice to see how it's like. Maybe a couple of the other fragrances too, because so far they, they're really good. Um, then we have Be Scented. I have purchased Be Scented's... Uh, uh, pumpkin spice. I have some, which is really nice. Uh, and theirs is a 2% vanilla content. I can tell you that that is going to get brown on you. I usually will separate a little bit of my batch out and put titanium dioxide in it and then just not even color the base of it. Just pour my fragrance in that, put it down, it goes brown, and then I have the white top that looks like whipped cream on top. So that's what I usually do there. Now it says 0.17 on the usage rate. Um, I've talked with some people on the chat on Be Scented's uh, Facebook group page, and they also agree 3% is what they've been using. Um, Jennifer has mentioned with previous videos that she's done, she does 3%. So I, I double checked that one. Um, but uh, for you know, safety's sake, go with the 0.17 on that. Um, soap making with Lisa, pumpkin perfection. I have some of this. I cannot wait to try it. I keep forgetting I have it. So that one's 5% on the vanilla content and 5% on the usage rate. She tested it at four. It smells divine, uh, but I'm going to use it. I'm like so excited to use it. Um, Lone Star Candle Supply has a pumpkin pie uh, spice, which sounds pretty cool. They didn't say what their vanilla content is, so either A, contact them and verify what it is, or B, test and see how dark it's going to get. But their usage rate was 12.30. Then we have um, Nurture Soap and Arizona Mad Oils didn't carry it. Um, which Arizona Mad Oils, they tend to have the same fragrances, which is not a bad thing at all. I really enjoy a lot of their fragrances. My favorite is the Sloth is Santa. 
because it, it's like a pepperminty kind of fragrance. Uh, that and uh, I love that grow a pear tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that one. Grow a pear tree. Yeah. Um, anywho, <laughs> Just Scent has one. Um, vanilla content is 2.90. They didn't say their usage rate on that one. So that one, I would strongly recommend reach out to them and double check. They're usually the ones that say between 1% and 2% on the, uh, or what is it, 1 ounce per pound of oil. But they didn't even say that this time. So please definitely reach out if you're going to buy theirs. Uh, Candles and Supplies had one, and it did not have any vanilla content listed. It says zero on it. I was like, hmm. And 1.15% on the usage rate. So again, just because it says zero doesn't mean it's not going to discolor. Then Peak can uh, Fragrance Oils has it, but they didn't say what their vanilla content was or their usage rate. So that one, please reach out if you're going to buy that one. Uh, New York Scent doesn't have it. Uh, save on Citrix slash make your own dot buzz slash chemistry connection slash slash slash. Uh, they have one which is half a percent vanilla and uh, 0.17 on the usage rate um, as well. I thought that was kind of interesting how it had 0.50 on the usage rate or the uh, vanilla content, but that's okay. I would still kind of anticipate browning their levels of it with all of them. Uh, save on Sense uh, had. Uh, have it they have it uh, they didn't say what their vanilla content was on that so I would definitely reach out and check or test uh, and there's of course you have your standard your ultra and your extreme so their standard is 24% usage rate ultra is 18% and extreme is 12% um, I, I'm kind of curious because I, I did recently buy some fragrances from them and I'm like what is the extreme smell like and I was looking at their Halloween scents, like uh, basement uh, or attic, and I, I got the standard. I can only imagine what the extreme smells like. It's something that you probably never want to soap with uh, or even use in candles or wax melts, but you never know. There, there are opportunities there. I, I have some fragrances that I use from a company that are extremely strong, but they're extremely expensive. But they are well known in the Halloween industry and I really enjoy using them, but wow, they're strong. Anywho, so we got Bath Bomb World, doesn't have it. Uh, the Sage, uh, they have it. Their vanilla content was not listed, so you may want to check with them or test. And their usage rate was 6.50. Uh, Virginia Candle Supply didn't have it. Actually, they said 0% on their vanilla content as well. Uh, and 18% on their usage rate. Again, roll that one back. Now, the soapkitchen.co.uk didn't have it. Candles, uh, candlesupply.com.au didn't have it. And justasoap.co.uk didn't have it. So I was kind of disappointed on that. However, fragranceshed.com.au had a frosted pumpkin. Theirs was at a 0.15% vanilla content and a 3% usage rate. So if you are in Australia and you need some pumpkin goodness, there you go. Uh, and I think that is everyone for our fragrance oil of the week. And, oh, I apologize. I have one more. Craftastic.co.uk. So we have a, a supplier in the UK that I found that has pumpkin spice latte. Oh, I love pumpkin spice lattes during the, during the fall. Even before the fall. Right now, I'm waiting for them to come out in the... In the um, coffee shop so I'm looking forward to that they did not have a vanilla content listed so that one you may want to test or check with them and their usage rate was between one and two percent so that's 
what we've got there. And to go along with pumpkin spice and the fact that it's going to brown on you, the color of the week is brown. So if you have any uh, soaps that you've made, they don't have to be pumpkin spice. That would be awesome if they were pumpkin spice and you want to show them off, go to the Soapers Chat Facebook group and post a picture of your wonderful brown soaps. I would love to see them. Uh, now, kind of going along with not anticipating the uh, the coloring, like the brownness. There's other issues that you might experience where you're like, hmm, I didn't expect that to happen. Um, there, I, I want to point out a video. Now, she doesn't make soap, and I feel so badly for this woman, but I know that there's others who have experienced this. Um, I'm including a, uh, a link to her uh, YouTube page. Uh, somebody posted it on Saponification Nation, and I just kind of, my heart went out to the woman. Uh, her YouTube page is Stitchery for Bits, and she mostly does the uh, the resin pours where she'll like decorate usually the cups or other things, mostly cups. Oh my goodness, her three-year-old got into her micas. And if you've ever had a situation where you've dropped a mica, or your kids have gotten into your micas, or your animals have gotten into your micas, and they're all over the place. And you know that five years from now, you're going to be doing something and all of a sudden move something and there's more mica and you thought you cleaned it all up. Yeah. Um, feel free to go to her YouTube link there. And you can see the the goodness that her child in, engaged in there where you just look at it and you just, your heart reaches out to that poor woman. My goodness, that, that was a lot of mica to lose. And I felt so badly for her. Oh, And, and as she wandered into another room to show everything that the three-year-old had done, my heart just sank. I felt so bad for the woman. And I'm like, oh, if, if there was something I could do for you, if I could I could send you a pack of Steph's micas and more goodness, I, I totally would. So, yeah, that's our, that's not our YouTuber of the week, but that's kind of... If you've if you've had a bad week and and you want to reach your, put your heart out there for somebody else and just feel for them, yeah. Um, but if you've ever had something like that happen, and you have video and you have pictures, and you want to share with the world the the things that your children or your animals or your significant others have done, um, some of them do it with their heart in the right place and say, oh, well, I mixed these all together. Like fragrances. Oh, I mixed them all together so that they wouldn't be all in separate containers. It's like, why would you do that? Uh, or, you know, drop it all over the floor by mistake. You know, anything. I mean, it could be anything. Like me, I will admit, I dropped lye granules on carpet. That was horrible. And I killed a vacuum vacuuming them up. I will admit that. I had to buy a brand new vacuum because I killed the other vacuum, vacuuming it up. So let it be a lesson to you. Do not use the vacuum to vacuum up the granules. Just throw out the carpet. Yeah. So if you have experiences you would like to share with the group, go to the Silver's Chat Facebook group and feel free to post your videos and, and your pictures so everyone can commiserate. Uh, but for our YouTuber of the week, it is Country Suds and Wicks. It is a gentleman soaper. I really enjoy watching the guy soap. It's really interesting. We all probably watch Clyde Yoshida because the Clyde slide. That he's a gimme. He's another gimme. He's one of those those ones that are just kind of like base soapers you watch on YouTube. Clyde, you're awesome. Don't change. Keep soaping, man. I love watching the uh, the the creations 
And I love the fact that you use Steph's mic as a more. So I'm like, yeah, somebody who actually uses the same stuff I do. Awesome. Anywho. Yeah, so Country Suds and Wicks. He's only been around for about a month. Um, and it's a guy soaper, which is totally awesome. I love to see the guys also get involved. So he's got a couple of things that he's done. Um, recently, he did an aloe vera soap. And I've been kind of toying with the idea because I bought an aloe vera plant um, last year, I think. And um, I put it outside this summer and it the summer just kind of, oh, it was not ready for the summer. I should have left it inside. Um, but yeah, it's finally starting to recover. So hopefully I can get a couple of pieces off of that and maybe make some aloe vera soap one of these days. Otherwise I have aloe vera powder, so no big hot and hairy, but it's nice to see somebody using the aloe vera, cutting it up, putting it in the, the blender, which I'm wondering if that blender gets used for anything else besides soaping anymore. Um, but he mixes it up and he kind of demonstrates how to do that. I'm interested in checking out his, uh, rose one that he does. Uh, he makes roses. So I don't know if he uses his rose mold or if he just kind of does them on his own. I would love to see that. That is so cool. I can't wait because I'm, I'm in a, a video mood right now. Yeah, so that is our YouTuber of the week, Country Suds and Wicks. He's only got 25 subscribers, guys, so feel free to show him a little love there. Uh, the next thing we have is the YouTube or the Facebook group of the week, which is Natural and Happy Soap Making. Now, Natural and Happy Soap Making group has been around since September of 2016, and they have over 18,000 members. And it's a really nice group. I've just recently joined it, uh, and they've got all kinds of videos and pictures and wonderful things, just like every other group, which is fantastic. I love the groups. I am so into that. Um, but the nice thing about it is it's so wonderful to be able to share and see what other soap makers are doing and also get the same, you know, find out from other people's best practices. Like, um, I want to try Applejack and Peel, um, which is interesting that that one so far from what I've seen does not have vanilla in it. So as, as kind of fall fragrance as it is so far the ones I've found, which I'm, I may just do a, a fragrance oil of the week with that one. Cause I'm curious. I'm, I want to see how many, how many fragrance oils I can find that do not have vanilla with the Applejack and peel. Uh, but I also like the fact that people also post kind of soap related, like a bug bite balm, which I'm, I'm recently seeing a lot of those about, which during the summer, man, it's just kind of like death and taxes. You always seem to get a bug bite. Um, so it's nice to be able to find uh, other alternatives for addressing bug bites rather than uh, the calamine lotion or the, um, oh, what is that, hydrocortisone. So it's nice to find other options. The only downside is I have to look for something that doesn't have beeswax in it because otherwise I, I look pretty, pretty sad because I've developed a beeswax allergy. Go figure. Uh, I haven't experienced any negative effects with honey, but then again, I haven't really kind of tapped it because when I developed that beeswax allergy, I'm like, okay, I don't know how bad it could be with honey, so I better not mess with it. Yeah. But anywho, um, lots of good conversations too, very positive conversations, which is really nice. Um, things to think about, like, uh, for example, somebody posted about a $50 body bar that it's, it advertises the fact that it's not soap. I was like, wow, Dove could have made a fortune off of that. But that's our Facebook group of the week. If you're interested, I'll put a, com a, a link in the comments below for the Happy Soap group. So that's that. 
Um, also, I wanted to wish Royalty Soaps good luck in the new studio. They recently had a video of where their city wasn't too happy with the fact that they were making soap there and getting ready to expand, and one of their wonderful neighbors decided to uh, shake the tree and make things difficult for them. So they moved into an expanded butterfly cottage, and they're going to town on making more soap. So good luck with that, woman. You are awesome. Um, one thing I also want to talk about is... Um, resisting the urge to buy all of the things when you're soaping. Now, if you're a new soaper, you may have the desire of buying everything out there known to man to soap. You don't really need to. Um, way back of several episodes ago, I talked about some of the things to help you with getting started in soaping. Um, I was one of those people that I just wanted to go out and get all the things for soaping. And then I realized I don't need all these things. So now I'm starting to scale back and look at, okay, what do I really need? Yes, I do need all those micas. That's a gimme. <laughs> you really don't, but it's nice to have when you're like, oh, I'm looking for that perfect shade of green or purple and I have it. Yay. Um, yeah, but it's not necessary, but it's nice to have. And it's nice to find places that sell like even samples of all the colors. If you can just get a pack of the samples of, of, of a majority of the colors, that's always helpful. That way you're not spending a fortune on one ounce containers, even though it's really nice to do. And you really probably don't have room for it, but you want to have all the colors available to you should you have the desire to use them. Um, yeah, the samples, getting little, little pack, sample packages of the different colors is very helpful. But it would also help you with identifying if there's certain colors that you kind of gravitate towards. Then you know, okay, I need to get more of titanium dioxide or um, white satin mica or uh, more uh, brown oxide or more yellow. Um, and when I say yellow, there's several different types like magic yellow, which goes orange and then turns back to yellow or uh, taxi cab yellow if you're a Mad Micas fan. Um, different things like that. So if you have a chance to play with the sample packs, I know Mad Micas has sample packs too. So there's, I know sample packs with Mad Micas, uh, Steph's Micas and more, which I have a big bunch of. Um, uh, the soap, and I apologize, Terry, I'm trying to remember the name of your soapbox Micas. She has a sample pack as well. So there's plenty of places that you can find sample packs to start with if you're getting just getting started. Or if you're you kind of moved away from soaping for a while and you're getting back into the groove of things and you need kind of like a starter pack of, of micas. That's one good way to start. Um, it's always helpful to get your containers from the dollar store, but rein it in also because I'm guilty of that too. You know, you buy all of the containers and then they sit. So I, I've noticed I got the, uh, the bowls from the dollar store, Dollar Tree, um, and then the, what is that dollar general where you get the nicer ones, the, the ones that are a little bit more rigid that they don't fall They don't have a fear of falling apart. Um, so I've gotten some of those, but then I gravitated toward restaurant supply stores and they have the big containers. So I now use those and I'll actually make batches up ahead of time. And then I find I'm not using those bowls anymore. And then they have at the Dollar Tree, they have the little four, what is it? The four cup containers, uh, measuring cups. 
So I use those more than I use the big bowls that I got at the dollar store. So it's like, oh, wow. So I have all of these containers and I'm never using them. You find that you, you gather this stuff and then you never use it. So before you just dive in and you get all the things, kind of take a step back and, and look at, all right, what am I going to make? Am I really going to use all these things? Um, if I don't use all these things, do I know anybody I can pawn them off on? Uh, no. <laughs> you may set them aside and find that you use them later. Or you may pawn them off on friends and family. You never know. Um, but if you do, make sure you clean them really well. Because otherwise they're like, why does this smell like soap so much? What's going on? I don't know. Yeah, don't do it. Um, or just, you know, if you can get into the soaper stash, de-stash groups and not get sucked in and buy everybody else's de-stash stuff, you could do that too. I, I had to kind of step back on the de-stash pages because I wanted to buy all the things again. <laughs> so yeah, you kind of have to resist those urges. Um, but yeah, if if anything, try to stick with the basics. Like um, maybe a couple of the measuring cups. Start with maybe four at most of those four cup measuring uh, cups that you get at the dollar store. Um, steer clear of the ones from Walmart. As great as they are where they come in multi-packs, um, I'm noticing that the bottoms tend to crack on me a lot. Uh, I can't guarantee that for everybody, but I've noticed a trend where some of mine have cracked where the ones that I got from the Dollar Tree seem like they're a little bit more rigid and, and they haven't so far, knock on Formica, but there's a worry that they could crack and then all of a sudden all of your soap starts dripping out or your oils and it just can be a mess. So that was my personal experience. Individual results may vary, but moving on, there's also, um, you, you don't need as many containers on, um, look at the soap stash pages again, cause D stash pages, cause you never know when you might find something there. Um, resist the urge to buy, multiples of the uh drying racks like they've got these green drying racks from essential depot and i went and i bought 12 of them thinking i would totally use them well i found that i don't use them and they actually take up a lot of space and if you're hard pressed for space you may want to try using something different um, they have those baker's racks. That's one option if you have the room for them. Otherwise, what you may want to do is get wire racks and cover them with parchment paper or even um, shelf lining paper. You want to keep your soaps away from anything that might be aluminum. Yeah, even though they're drying, it's still a possible reaction with anything that might still be saponifying in your soap. So you got to be careful there. So things to think about there too. So not only your equipment for making soap, but your drying racks, um, curing stations, what have you there. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of anything else that you might want to... Oh, your scales. Um, invest in a good scale. Don't get a cheap one that you find... Uh, as far as I know, I haven't seen any at the dollar store, but um, I know Walmart carries some, which may work for you. Um, there's also a really good one, the KD8000. There's a KD7000, KD8000. Um, it's a you know a $40 investment, but it's an investment. So if you're in the States, uh, they might have them overseas too. But I mean, that's one good way of investing in, in your soap. And then as you as you build up your inventory and your consumer base... You can always scale up to more 
robust scales, but that's a, the KD7000 and the KD8000 are good starting scales, uh, and you don't run a risk of kind of hit or miss with your measurements, and then all of a sudden you've got a, either porridge for your soap or a brick because it's lye heavy. So that's something to consider as well. And then uh, spatulas. Oh my goodness, silicone spatulas. I will admit, I am a, a hoarder when it comes to silicone spatulas, but my favorite spatulas to use are the ones that are the they're the, the silicone the whole way, top to bottom, no splits, because I have had one where it split and kind of the, the, the spatula part fell into the soap and it's like, great, that's always fun. So if you can find the solid ones, I know uh, Steph's Micahs and More sells wonderful ones there. She's got two different sizes. Be scented. Those are kind of the ones that she sells are my go-to ones. Uh, in the past, I have found people who were doing the uh, group buy slow boat from China where they were um, group buying silicone spatulas. And if you find those, jump on them because let me tell you, that's always a good opportunity. I found I bought the big ones. I don't use those as much. I use the smaller ones. Um, because you're able to kind of get in there and really mix. Now, if you're making larger quantities, absolutely, you want to use a bigger spatula. In some cases, you could be like the soap gal where she's literally kind of scraping with a window scraper. And it's like, wow, if I ever get to that point, that'd be awesome. But yeah, so I mean, that's that's pretty much what I can think of right off the bat when it comes to kind of getting started and not not buying all the things. Um, and I won't even touch on fragrance oils because let me tell you, I have to sit on my hands every time I see somebody having a sale on something I really, really want. And I'm like, where are you going to put it? You have no room for most of the fragrance oils you have right now. And I'm thinking to myself, I know a couple of, of, of soap makers right now off the bat. I could probably say, hey, are you looking for some extra fragrance oils? Are you, are you interested in trying some new ones? Because, yeah. You can kind of build those up as a as a bad thing. <laughs> I need to find a home for some of my fragrance oil, so I'm going to be talking with some of my friends there. Yeah, so we won't even go there, even though we've spent about a minute on that. Now, if there's anything you want to contribute to this conversation, you're more than welcome to do so through the Soper Chat Facebook group. I know I'm I'm pipping that like a broken record, but it's a good 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 group to be a part of because, like the other soaping groups. It's there for helping others learn and contribute. So always want to be a positive part of the, the soaping community. Um, also, I, I want to be able to share with you anything that I come up with or I find or I discover and I can do visuals and say, hey, I know I've been really bad. I was going to show a video of, um, I don't even know if I've, I've provided that and I apologize if I hadn't. Um, my haul that I got from the Old Sage Apothecarians Conference. I'll have to double check and make sure. If I didn't, then I will definitely do that this weekend. Yeah. So that is all we have for this week. Um, if you have any suggestions for any uh, topics for future shows, please send me a line. You can either do so through the Soper Chat group or you can email us through soperchatatoutlook.com. Um, that also goes for fragrance oil suggestions, mica suggestions. If you have any reviews of any soap suppliers, I don't care where they are in the world because everybody in the world will benefit. Please let me know. You can do so through those channels and uh, we'll share with the group. Um, try to be positive. Don't kind of rip on people because, yeah, I'm not going to share kind of people ripping on others, uh, soap companies, things like that. That's just bad form. 
um, we'll try to keep it productive. Um, so yeah, if, if you do have any, any uh, feedback for purchasing history that you've had with soap suppliers, that would be wonderful to share that. I'd love to be able to share with others what people have experienced. Um, otherwise, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy your soaping experience, and we'll check you out next week. Bye!